Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 212, recorded live on Monday, July 4th, 2011. And here are your hosts, the man who is not adding me on Google+, Dave Play. Hi. And the man who's perfectly fine with that, Andy Lowe. Hi. I was going to say that you're not friending me on Google+, but... That's because I'm not on Google+. Plus. Wait, you don't have an invite yet? I haven't signed up for an invite yet. Oh. Why would I want yet another social network? Because everybody's doing it, man. Yes, and this is the new trend. Come on, man. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. God, my emails. I wonder how many emails I've gotten so far about my Google Plus invites. Let's just see. What is it? Oh, I could just search for Google Plus. Yes, you could. No, I, I. Until someone gives me a very compelling reason to do Google Plus, I'm not going to do it. There's no point. What? So it's another group of emails that I can just ignore? <laughs> Because I don't have a thousand of those already. Literally, my inbox is over a thousand. Let's see. I have uh, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. 27 people already have added me on Google+. No, 27, 28, 29 people. Sorry, some of these emails have more than one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, and what am I going to do with that? I don't know. Like, why do you, why did you even bother? I, I don't know. So, anyways, hey, Andy. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. On this fantastic Monday, are we going to do same-day publishing today? I do believe so. Oh. I know. Gasp. Oh, there's a new topic. Okay. Um, Yeah. So what are you doing today for Independence Day? Absolutely nothing. Nothing? I'm proud to be an American by lazing around on the couch. Very nice. I'm celebrating this Independence Day by killing a group of five characters. What? We're going to go into Tomb of Horrors. What? The Tomb of Horrors, the D&D campaign that was designed to kill parties. Okay. You know about the Tomb of Horrors. Tell me you know about the Tomb of Horrors. Nope. Oh my, Andy. What? The Tomb of Horrors was something that Gygax wrote back in the very, very old days of AD&D. Okay. And it was designed to kill parties. I mean, like, there, there are four entrances. Three of them are fake. Two of them are um, permanently fake, which is to say, like, if you go into them, you die. Huh. There's one false entrance that has, like, it says, like, if players try this, there's a rock slide, players are trapped. Okay. <laughs> it is designed to kill players. This is... It's filled with traps, puzzles, and very tough encounters. You are not expected to make it through. Uh, I love how everybody says this is one of the, uh... Let's see, Tomb of Horrors was ranked third greatest Dungeons & Dragons adventure at all time by Dungeons Magazine. Dungeons, Dungeon Master for Dummies lists Tomb of Horrors as one of the ten best classic adventures. Yet this is made to kill you? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is one of the best ones. You gotta play it. <laughs> it's gonna kill you, but it's really fun. 
you're going to get so frustrated because you're going to die all the time. But it's still really fun. Yep, that, that, that's pretty much how it works. Oh, you people are silly. I know. <laughs> are you at least going to grill something? Uh, we hadn't planned on it. You hadn't? I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Lord knows we've got the booze for it. For 4th of July, not for grilling. Oh, no okay. booze is required for grilling. Well, you could do beer-battered bratwurst. Yep. That requires or booze. Beer-based boar ribs. That also requires booze. And boars. True. The beer would be far easier to procure than a boar. Well, you would need boar ribs. I think the beer would still be easier. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Do pig ribs, baby back ribs, count as boar or just pig? I, I don't know. What, what is the distinction to boar? Boar versus pigs. Like, I just, I don't know. I guess boars are a type of wild pig, not indicative to North America. Indigenous? Whatever. <laughs> I suppose they are not indicative of North America either. <laughs> What what does indicative mean? Indicating. <laughs> oh. Indicative of wow. Good job, Andy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Be here all night. Well, not here. I'll be are here for gonna, like the next hour. Are you going to see fireworks tonight? No. Oh. I don't even know where the hell our fireworks are over here. Well, you usually you could just walk outside and look around and then drive in the direction you see the bright flashing lights. Go towards the light. <laughs> MichiganFireworks.com by county. Ooh. Cool. Select a date, July 4th. What? No, I wanted a county. I don't want to go through all Michigan counties. <laughs> <laughs> Kalamazoo County. Schoolcraft has one at 4th. Portage has one at 4th on the 4th. Gull Lake has one on the 4th. Kalamazoo Speedway has one on the 4th. So we could go see fireworks if you really wanted to. So there's tons of places you could do it. By tons, you mean a 4 Yes. <laughs> four, in this case, is tons. Don't you ruin this for me. What am I ruining? Everything. <gasps> There's a steam sale. Yes, it's called the Summer Camp Sale. It's going on right now, which we can talk about it because this will come up on Monday, and they're still going on. It's going on until the 10th. So there's another six days, five days, six days. Yes. Now, not only is it a sale, but it's like, um, do you remember the pirate booty? Yeah, where there was the, the treasure hunt checklist. Yes. They sort of have that going on as well, where you can basically do things in-game to earn tickets, and you can redeem these tickets for DLC Ooh. for games. Hold That's kind of cool. I need to get back to the main page. There we go. So, I have already earned three tickets by actually um, not playing anything. <laughs> yeah, there's one ticket every day that you can earn just by being you, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, link your Facebook profile, do this, do that. Just easy stuff. Um, so, really, there's no excuse not to have, like, ten tickets by the end, which is enough for three DLC things. What did linking my Facebook to Steam actually do? I don't know. Because <laughs> I linked it. Yep. And I did not see anything happen. Yeah, I don't know. I really need to clean up my 
Facebook apps. Jeez, this is ridiculous. How often are you on Facebook? Uh, I don't know. Once every day or two. I don't interact much, it seems. <laughs> no. But um, I've got five tickets at the moment, and I, there's not much that I'm looking at the, the DLC. I got the mm-hmm. Defense Grid DLC. Okay, so... There's Magicka DLC. Okay, but that means you're actually going to try and convince me to play Magicka again? Yep. I don't think that's going to work. No? No. No. That's too bad. <laughs> too bad? I'm sitting there getting frustrated by not knowing what the hell I'm doing. Dying all the time. Well, part of that's because you and I were playing with assholes. Still, it's the game is meant to kill you, and it's... Yeah, but now there's a PvP scenario for that. So you get to actually play the game kind of the way that it seems to be played. Okay. Still not really convincing me, Dave. Okay. Well, I don't <laughs> know that I'd be able to then. So Okay, so Steam's got their sale. Yep. Um, should we actually talk about Google Plus? I suppose Google announced their entry again into the social network area. What was the last one called? Like Buzz. Wasn't there like a Goku or something like that? No. There was a Google Buzz, which was supposed to be uh, Twitter. And there's Google Places, which was supposed to be Foursquare. Ah, I see. And now it's Google Plus, mm-hmm. which basically is Facebook because there's a news feed that my friends have posted to. Really? What? That they, they did that? They put a news feed on there? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's basically what it is. It's a news feed. Wow. There's a... Yeah. What the, the major difference, I guess, so far that I have found from my brief touching of Google Plus. Mm-hmm. I haven't even really delved into it. I I've just... I need an adult. I need an adult. I, sorry. What? Well, you touch it. What? Nothing. Go on. <laughs> Dave's here all day, unfortunately. Um, but instead of just having friends, like on Facebook, where you everybody's... Levels of friends. Not levels. They're circles. Oh. Of friends. Circles of friends. Yeah, but see, I don't even want my circles of friends to know about my other circles of friends. I don't think you can know about your other circles of friends. You're only allowed to see that circle? Uh, oh, no, in Mark's circles. Yeah, no, never mind. You can see to your circles or to see which circles you've already added them to. So if you have, yeah, so you can see who's in, because I'm now looking in most circles. Yeah. I don't want my circles to know about each other. I want to keep my circles entirely separate. What about your, um... What about my... Facebook friends. They know about each other. Sort of. Do you know how hard it is to parse through everyone's friends on Facebook when they're not nice and graphically displayed as a circle? Um, yes, because it's a single list. (laughs) Right. So I'm actually okay with that. But the... What's really funny is, so the thing is that with the circles is basically saying you can share things with some circles and not others. Mm -hmm. The only problem is that if you share something to one circle, somebody in that circle could share it with everybody if they wanted to. Oh, that's brilliant. (laughs) So once again, you have to figure out which friends you actually want to tell something to. Because you don't want the blabbermouth. We built in stuff now to keep it private. No, you didn't. (laughs) 
Well, luckily there are no um, Farmville invites and that sort of thing. Just wait. If you recall, Andy, there weren't any on Facebook for a while either. True. (laughs) Right? That came much, much, much later. Very true. What's really funny is after this was announced, Facebook said that they have something, and actually, I'm actually quoting, awesome planned for next week. <laughs> Guys, just stick with us a little bit longer. Um, 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 fuck. Well, no, but they actually used the word awesome. Okay. Just means big. I know, it's, dude, we got something awesome. That's not, oh. I would have been more impressed if they had used, like, spectacular. Um, Stupendous, stupefying, amazing, awesome, <laughs> really guys, awesome, it's awe-inspiring, is that, is that what it is? Oh, goodness. So also, um, one of the drawbacks I've been finding out is that if you're on any Google site now, mm-hmm. that I've got Google+, Plus, I've got a new bar on the top of my screen that includes... All of the um, statuses and notifications for Google+. Plus. So if I'm in Google Docs or Google Calendar, Google Maps even, Mm -hmm. I know that eight people have added me to Google+. (laughs) (laughs) And don't you feel special. Yeah, God. I I hate to say it, but I almost feel like I'm antisocial because I don't post things really on Facebook. Things I post on Facebook come from my Twitter feed. <laughs> and now I would have to post things on Facebook and on Google+. This is just oh, becoming... just wait. There'll be a link. It's just too much work. Someone will link it. But still, this is just too much work. Yeah. Literally, you can now get a full-time job to be working on Facebook pages. I've seen them. To be, That's um, kind of disturbing. Yeah, to be the social media liaison, I think is what it was called. So basically, you'd spend your entire day on Facebook and Twitter. Wow. Like, yeah. Some people would be like, yeah, that's awesome. And for me, I'm just like, really? I have to spend all day? <laughs> oh, I don't like it. God, now I feel like I'm an anti-social hermit or something. I really can't help you on that one, Andy. <laughs> I know. Although I could make you feel a little better. How so? You only moved, what, like 120 miles away, 130 yep. miles away? Yeah. I may be moving significantly further. Did you actually do an in-person interview? I have one scheduled for, well, I leave tomorrow. Have you looked at their interview process? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just so you know about the multi-level interview process with them. Yeah, that they, they do it. In, well, this is pretty much the final level. Really? You got past the phone interview? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me, let me say this again. They are flying me out there tomorrow. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, evidently, this is the company Epic that Andy and I are talking about. Um, if you know someone on the inside, uh, it moves the process a little faster. Ah. Turns out I know two people on the inside. Well, once you get in, you can... Um... <laughs> yeah, then I'll be on the inside for you. Yeah. They hire smart people. You are a smart person. So is your wife. Well, I'm just... I'm trying to figure out where did I get that one. I'm trying to figure out how I... Their, uh, liberal arts and science backgrounds. Yeah, at the bottom there, the recording engineer and audio mixing specialist. Really? Yeah. Recording engineer and audio mix. Why? 
let me quote their um, list. Um, As Epic grows, we rely on audiovisual team members to support regular occurring live events on our campus. Oh, God. (laughs) You'd be in charge of stage. Yeah. Um, And also create the optimal sound mix for unique live events and preparing auditorium for events, coordinating space and working in conjunction with the other members of the AV team. That's just the audio mixer guy. Mm -hmm. The recording engineer and the project technician also deal with the... um, Have you applied? Yes. Awesome. My resume, though, does not look the best. It's always the problem. That's all right. Oh, by the way, get used to typing out your resume, because you have to fill it out like three times. For a company that specializes in electronic records, they need to work on that a little bit. All right. Sorry, I just love how they say, yeah, you only need to apply for one position. Well, I'm going to consider you for any other roles that you may fit. Yep. So, when did I apply for that anyway? And I, I enjoy the fact that they don't look solely at your degree, but also at your experiences and your knowledge. God, that's been a week already. They need to get back to me. Uh, give it a couple more days. All right. First off, it's the 4th of July weekend. <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean, that, that kind of takes a bit of time out of it. Oh, so um, Gmail and Calendar have now gotten a new look. Yes, a have... more minimalistic look. What's with the trend towards minimalism? I don't know. I sort of like it. But there's a point where you get too minimalist. Like, I yeah. didn't... I don't know. Mm. Google Calendar is a new look. Learn more or dismiss. It's easier to kind of visually organize. At least for me. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's different, which is the problem. It yep. could be better, but it's still different. It's just like the uh, keyboard layout. It's a change. It's a change, so it will take time to adjust to. So hopefully we can. it will work. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Side note, I've still got to go through all my emails. God, these stupid... Stop adding me on Google+. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everyone, what I need you to do... If you're on Google... two new Google accounts. Sign up for Google+, and then add Andy. God, it's ridiculous. Stop adding me. I'm not going to do anything with it. Your own fault. So, two things we talked about last week. One Mm -hmm. was the fact that Apple came out with the new Final Cut Pro. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. And the fact that Dave said that um, Adobe should, you know... Take advantage of this? Yes. Yeah? So, guess what Adobe did? (laughs) Oh, God. Let me guess. They lowered their price on their video editing software and said, Look, we still have all the old features that you need. Come to us. Um, <laughs> July 1st, 2011, Adobe Systems Incorporated today announced an upgrade program for video professionals who have purchased any version of Apple Final Cut Pro or Avid Media Composer and want to switch to industry-leading professional video tools by Adobe Creative Suite. <laughs> They're selling it at a 50% discount. Oh, called it. <laughs> I do have to say, Dave, you nailed that one. On the head. Yeah, well, okay, so that was July 1st. We recorded when? Um, July 27th. No, June 27th. June 26th. We recorded, yeah. we published on the 27th. So, uh, yeah, see, this is why companies should hire me as a consultant, because I had that idea a week before. <laughs> 
I had the idea for the Apple tablet years before they actually yeah, announced it. That's because Apple was working on it that entire time. <laughs> and I knew that they were doing that. Yes. Just saying. But you had no idea what would be on it. Nope. Yeah, that's... Wow. <laughs> Half press. Yep. Now, you, you've done video editing. I mean, are Adobe's tools as good as Final Cut? I think so. It, most of the professional video editing stuff, all you need is to just format it to the correct format, add your filters if you want to, and cut. Because nobody does the fancy stars wipes and that sort of stuff. If you if you watch a professional movie, if you ever see a star wipe, something is wrong. <laughs> it's just you know, I, I gotta say though, if you go back, uh, there's one. It doesn't do star wipes, but it does wipes. Okay, and it has the word star in its name. Okay, go back and watch Star Wars. You're right. There was the The cuts are all in the originals. The cuts are all wipes. Not all the time. When they change locations, they're a wipe. Okay. Well, yeah. When they switch from camera one to camera two, that's not a wipe. No. But the scene transitions are all wipes. God. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's the funny thing is like most of the. You could do, you could, if you have a decent camera stuff, edit most major pictures using like QuickTime or something, or even just Windows Movie Maker, because all you need to do is just do transitions. Keep your stuff organized and do transitions. When you start adding special effects and that sort of that stuff, then you most, you need... Other oh, software. Yeah, which I you like. Don't even, it. You don't even need Final Cut, you need something else. Yeah. The one thing I love about um, Adobe Premiere versus Final Cut Pro, well, one, um, I can run it. I don't need a Mac. <laughs> Because yeah, uh, Adobe's multi-platform. Yeah. Final Cut is only on a Mac. Mm-hmm. But also, Adobe can let you basically integrate into the rest of the master suite as needed. Ooh. So, so you could pull in a Photoshopped image. Yes. Or you could send something out to Photoshop, edit it, and then bring it back. Which is what I did. Um, I was working on a video, and I sent the audio to Soundbooth. Worked on it there, and then sent it back again to That's Adobe Premiere. Nice. That's the one key that Adobe has going for it is the integration with everything else that they've got because they've got they've got everything media related. <laughs> if you need to edit it and it's digital, Adobe most likely has something to do it. So, I, I my personal recommendation, although it's completely unfounded, uh, anyone with Final Cut, now's your chance. <laughs> Make the jump. Free yourself from the bounds, like the the shackles of Apple. <sighs> but Final Cut Pro just works so well. Well, clearly, Andy, it doesn't. Well, the new one doesn't. We have already gone over this, right? <laughs> so, moving on, <laughs> before we go back into a previous conversation that we've had multiple times. Yes, the Supreme Court had their ruling on Monday. Yay! It showed up... <laughs> 7 to 2. On multiple news programs. It was on the NBC News. It was on the Daily Show. Colbert Report had something added on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, article I linked is actually done by a... Um, I don't remember if he's a law... He used to be a law student. I'm not sure if he actually passed his bar exam or not. But so we're talking like an actual lawyer dissecting... Okay. The ruling. Or a potential lawyer. Yeah. One of the two. But somebody who has been to law school. Okay. And what did he say? Um, the fact is that um, 
because it was only pertaining to violent video games that the law was unconstitutional. Hmm. If this had been about... Um, Sexually explicit? Yes. Huh. If, this, if this had been about sexual games, like um, that Atlas game, was it like Catherine or something like that? Yes. Okay, if it had been something about that, then this law would have actually been constitutional. But because it was because violent... limited to just violent video yes. games? Really? Be- because they had specifically stated that it was only for violent games... Well, but now, because they've ruled that, now there's precedent so that if they do go after it being uh, for for kind of a sexual game, video games have, have been ruled as protected by free speech. Only with violent games. That's what this thing is. <laughs> That's what we have to take away from this. That it's Vi- only violent games. Violent video games are not considered obscene. Okay. But, you see, violence, literally, the, it's quoted in the ruling saying that violence is not part of the obscenity that the Constitution permits to be regulated. Mm. As soon as you go into sex, that is part of the obscenity that the Constitution permits to be regulated. Interesting. So they could write out the same exact law and replace everything that with violence with sex? Yeah, but, I mean, that, that knocks down the number of games to be so significantly small. I it's, mean, comparatively... Yeah, there is no sex in Halo. No, there's teabagging, but there is no sex in Halo. And come on, how could the Tea Party hate something like teabagging? Really, they share a name. That was a bad joke, Dave. You're just full of bad jokes today. I know. You know why? Why? Because I saw the Capitol steps the other day. Bad jokes. Bad. They have a a yearly. They have a year show in Ann Arbor on the fourth today. In fact, Ah. Uh, but they also have a yearly show up at Interlaken just Ah. before the fourth. Where am I? Just before the fourth every year. (laughs) Up near Interlaken. Yeah. So I drove for half an hour and watched the Capitol steps, and it was so damn funny. So, Dave, what did you forget that made you have to drive all the way back from Lansing? Uh, I didn't forget anything. Okay. Neither did Laura. The reason was not that we forgot something. The reason was that communication, even in this day and age, is sometimes a little screwy and mixed up. So Laura's sister was originally supposed to fly into Grand Rapids. And we thought she was originally supposed to fly into Traverse City. And her mom was going to drive out and pick her up, which was the case. Her mom was going to drive down to Grand Rapids and pick her up. Okay. Now, A, if they had told us they were going into Grand Rapids instead of Traverse, we would have gone and picked them up. We would have just left yeah. later. I mean, it's it's actually no further to drive all the way out to Grand Rapids and then up as opposed to driving to Lansing and then up. Yeah. But their flight was canceled. Oh. We were in Claire when we found this out. And so their flight was, they, they got on a different flight going to Metro. Oh. We were the closest ones to Metro. So you had to drive back. We turned around, we drove back, <laughs> picked them up at the airport, drove up to Novi for dinner. Okay, gotcha. And then drove all the way up to Misik. Gotcha. I did a good nine hours behind the wheel. I mean, I, you know, you always talk about how you're a machine. I was feeling the machine. I was, you know, I'm like, okay, I can keep going. This is, I got this. This is no problem. Wow. That's because you're doing it during the day. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of the night, it's a little bit harder. Oh, believe me. I remember. All right. Sorry to go off on that complete tangent. But I was oh, curious yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, so in, in four days, I put 900 miles on my car without it. driving cross country. <laughs> so if Still you good. really want to, 
take a gander through this and actually see exactly why um, the court ruled the way the court ruled. Because he, he, it spells it, it's a little bit of a read. It's a lot better than trying but to read his... it's worth it. Yeah. If you really want to, you can read the original actual. PDF, the actual PDF from the court if you want to do that. And he also has um, a PDF with his notes on it as well. Um, okay. Maybe. That Let's one, I'm... It's interesting to see his color coding system with his highlighters. <laughs> what, but, does he have, like, one color for each judge? Um, no, he's got four colors. Um, okay, go on. Go Moving on. Yeah. Didn't we talk about WoW going free-to-play? I don't remember. We talked about it, because you made fun of me. I, I think... I, Dave, I've made fun of you with WoW so many times, I can't remember what I've said or, and not oh, said. No, you know what? It, it was from TF2 is why you made fun of me. Uh, well, this one has only happened in the last week. TF2 going to free-to-play was last week. This week, yeah. WoW has said that they're going free-to-play... Except they're not. Yeah. It's, um, it's free to play, but not, it's, they're extending their trial. So the trial used to be 10 hours. Yes. Right? You would, or not 10 hours, 10 days. You had 10 days of wow. And then it got bumped up to 14 days. Yep. And now they said, you know what? Screw the time. You get to play up to level 20. You can make as many characters as you want and take them up to level 20. By the way, do you know how long it takes to get to level 20 now? How long? I... I'm, I'm starting a. Uh, I started a new character the other week. I've got like six hours on it, and I think I'm level eighteen. You've got to be freaking kidding me! It it might not be that bad, but it's pretty bad. It's oh ridiculous. I'm not out of the starting zone. <laughs> I mean, what level twenty for me was what Nomer gone? Mm-hmm. And that took a while to get to. Nomer oh, no. even took... Nomer was, was a level 30 instance. Oh, okay. Uh, level 20 was dead mines. Was high-end dead mines. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's like, it takes no time at all. Now, some of that is, um, I was playing with a friend with the XP bonus from the friend account. But even so, yeah. I love how these are the limitations, all right? So you have you a level cap of speak to people. <laughs> a level cap of 20, maximum gold of 10. Trade skills are capped at 100, unable to trade via auction house, mailbox or player to player. Yep. What's yours is yours, you can't give it away. In-game access to public channels isn't available. Characters you can't will... talk to people. <laughs> can't join or create guilds. Yep. Are not able to send whispers to other characters unless they have been added to the character's friend list or received a whisper from a character first. Yep. Will not be able to invite other players into a party. Yep. <laughs> Will not be able to join parties with it's, other characters above really, level 20. You get to play by yourself. That's what it comes down to. You get to play by yourself. <laughs> you get to have see. Fun. So you get to see the basis of World right, of Warcraft. You get, a, you get a glimpse into the world. And, I mean, for World of Warcraft, that's all it takes. First hit's free. Right. <laughs> They're not even doing first hit free. They're saying, like, you can have as many hits as you want. It's just going to be low-quality stuff. <laughs> you want the good stuff, you got to pay up. Yeah, this is the, the crack that's laced with, like, milk powder or whatever. Baby formula. Yeah. This is the crack with talc in it. Oh, crap, I missed that. <laughs> I posted a second thing about the Supreme Court ruling, and I forgot to bring it up while we were talking about the Supreme Court ruling. Oh, well, bring it up now. Okay. Senator Lee, or Yee, mm -hmm. Leland Yee, yeah. the guy who wrote the California law, um, said he was disappointed with the Supreme Court ruling. 
what a shock. He actually says that um, he blames the Supreme Court for taking up corporate interests rather than the interests of children everywhere. Yep. His, his quote is, unfortunately, the majority of Supreme Court once again put the interests of corporate America before the interests of our children. Yeah, I love how it's corporate America. <laughs> when res- it's, I mean, how many video game companies are actual corporations? A handful. Comparatively. Yeah. Like none. <laughs> You got a couple that are that are owned by corporate. I mean, like the the what Take Two is owned by Activision as a corporation. We, yeah. we can give that. So Activision, EA is a corporation. The Vindy, oh Activision Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's oh. Okay, so actually a lot of them are. But even so, what's really funny is there's nothing really saying anything about corporate America in the ruling. He's just said, right. oh, well, clearly because people are making money off of this. Corporate America. Brah. Brah. Corporate America. Yeah. Not so much. So Zynga filed for an IPO. Zynga has filed for a $1 billion IPO. Oh, my God. I, I'm stunned. A <laughs> billion dollars. This is the evidence that the, the economy is going to crash again. I really hope the SEC says, wait a minute, you guys aren't worth a billion dollars. Oh, goodness. Hey, if people want to pay the money. Yeah, well, some people might pay the money high uh, just to sell it and make money. I would not be opposed to buying in that IPO because I know what's going to happen to that price. What happens on any IPO? It, it goes always up. goes up. Always goes up. But you cannot sell it for the first, what, 40 days, 90 days, something like that? Really? Yeah. That's what happens if you get in an IPO before it actually goes public. As soon as it hits the market, you're not allowed to sell your shares for 40 to 90 days, something like that. Oh, fuck that. I don't expect this to last that long. (laughs) Someone's going to realize, what? (laughs) This is worthless. Oh, this was not... So the interesting thing about the IPO, yeah. beyond the fact that Zynga is clearly full of themselves, <laughs> okay, um, they are on such delicate line in the sense that if anything, anything happens to Facebook, oh, Zynga's gone. <laughs> so examples include, and I'm I'm reading this straight off Kotaku. Facebook could limit access by Zynga. They could change the rules that all game makers have to follow, including the 30% cut. They could just outright cancel Zynga's agreement. They could start developing their own games. They could start giving preferential treatment to other game companies. Or Facebook could just up and die because Google Plus will bash it into the ground. Which, it won't happen, but still... And there's this kind of symbiotic relationship because Zynga brings people to Facebook and Facebook allows people to use Zynga. But still, to have your but yeah, wagon hooked up to that one it. horse. It's, right. And it, this is their one lifeline. <sighs> I didn't think about that, but oh man. That, ooh, that's, that would be harsh. Yeah. And really funny, especially yes. if they do it after. If Facebook's like, oh, you just had a billion-dollar IPO. Guess what? <laughs> We're taking 60% now. You don't like it? Go somewhere else. Because I wonder, I, I thought you were actually able to play Farmville outside of Facebook. Yes. 
Yeah, like there's you can like go to iPhone app. Yeah, Farmville.com. But, but it's all on Facebook, Andy. All the money that they make is from Facebook. Yeah, all of it. <sighs> so yeah, Zynga. Mm-hmm. They're going far. <sighs> you know who might not be going far? Who might not go far? The CEO of Sony, Howard Stringer, mm-hmm. during a shareholders meeting, when Uh-oh. he was <laughs> he was outright asked to step down, step down from a shareholder to allow the company to make a fresh start after what is believed to be the world's biggest ever internet security breach. Oh, God, it's not his fault. Why would you blame him? Because he's the CEO. He's the figurehead. But that's the point. He's the figurehead. He didn't do anything. <laughs> Blame the head of Sony Online. Blame Sony Entertainment. I was. Most people think that you should blame the whoever decided to remove Linux from the PlayStation. Yeah, those well, people that, are the people you need to blame. Not, but that was not the reason for this hack. But what Stringer believes is, this is literally his quote, we believe that we first became the subject of attack because we tried to protect our IP, our content, in this case, video games. Okay, first off, it's not really their IP. No, no, it is. Most of the things are just third-party games. So it's not Sony's IP. They were trying to protect their profit, is what they were trying to protect. It had I nothing think... to do with intellectual property. It had to do entirely with profit. Well, this is, this is what happened. This is what they think their... This is what Sony says the timeline was. So George Hotz, who is actually now working for um, Zynga, I do believe, or is he working for Facebook? One of the two. He actually got hired by somebody. But George Hotz came and... Oh, God, I just got another person adding me on Google+. Will what you shut hell? up about Google+. <laughs> People keep on adding me. <sighs> I'm going to go sign up for Google+, just so I can add you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, so George Hotz put out his stuff circumventing PS3's copyright protection. Sony sued him about this, over which saying that his information would make pirating games easier. That was announced on April 11th. A week later, Sony was hacked. That's what they thought their, um, oh yeah, here he goes, who've gained notoriety by first unlocking Apple's iPhone, has now landed a job at Facebook. Wow. But that's what Sony believes. They believe we sued him. People got pissed off. We got hacked. Well, if if that's what Sony wants to think, then that's what well, Sony what, can think. What do you think it would be then? Is it the causation I think that seems this to was be there? Part of the street? No. What correlation does not mean causation? I know. I've, Two things I, I happening didn't... at the same time do not mean anything. I know, but I say I'm saying that I see the causation there. I yes, there there is a correlation. There is you can't officially say that A caused B, but you could really see that Sony was in the news. A lot of people were upset that they were suing this guy. And then a week later, Sony got hacked, and it set off the whole chain of lull, lull, lull whatever. Sick. Yes. <sighs> no. The hack that was caused by Sony locking their console was the, the encryption key to put pirated games on it. That, I, I, yes, that I agree with. That was caused by the Linux removal. Okay. The security breach of PSN, no, had nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with George Hotz getting sued. I doubt it. (laughs) But it still could be a possibility. It could be. It very well could be. And until we find the people who did it and ask them, we'll never know. (laughs) And good luck trying to find Anonymous. Right. 
So what's this problem that you have with free-to-play TF2? Well, it's not a problem I have with free-to-play TF2. It's a problem other people have with free-to-play TF2. There are some pretty hardcore TF2 players. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. are, you know, they paid their 50 bucks. They've had it since release, and they're a little ticked that now any Joe Schmo can come and jump in their game and start throwing the demo grenades around and killing their own teammates because they're idiots. Right, okay. You're getting swarms of new players who don't know how to play the game. <laughs> Not that I really know how to play it, but I've got some idea at this point. I know what the characters do. I know how to use them, just not very well. Yeah. Um, well, they got kind of ticked off about this. So they have written a user script, because you can write scripts for maps and for game types. And what this script will do is it will check to see if you got the game for free or if you purchased the game. And if you got the game for free, it boots you. <laughs> so free-to-play players can't join certain games. Now, this is a very rare occurrence, but it does exist. You know what this reminds me of? What? Eternal September. Eternal September. I don't remember Eternal September. Um, it happened back in September 1993 when America Online began offering Usenet access to all of their users, which flooded Usenet with all these new people who didn't know their netiquette. And so everybody on Usenet at the time said that September 1990, because normally people, new people would come on, they'd learn how to play. Well, in Usenet, they'd learn all the netiquette, what they should and should not do, what they should and should not say, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then next year, new freshmen would come in, and so the cycle would repeat itself. Well, when AOL basically opened it to everybody... Open the floodgates. People are like, well, we we can't handle this. It's new people coming in all the time. It's pure chaos. (laughs) What happened when TF2 became free to play? Total chaos. Open the floodgates, total chaos. And so, but now, um, people are like, well, screw this. We'll play our own game. <laughs> yep. Oh, now I just want to go in there because I have a premium account and then blow up everybody on my own team. <laughs> what? I've got a premium account. What are you going to do? It's not even a premium account. It's just I have a paid account. <laughs> I bought the game before it was free. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it because I wanted to play Portal. And... Half-Life 2 episode. Yeah, Half-Life 2 episode 1 was what did it for me. Yeah. Or was it episode 2? No, it was episode 2. It was Orange Box, I think, episode 1. No, I swear Orange Box was episode 2. Orange Box. Five games in one box. (laughs) Yeah. Half-Life 2 episode 1 and episode 2. Right, because you could give away episode 1. Yeah, and Half-Life 2 itself. Yep. Speaking of which, how many of those games do you still have to give away? (laughs) Well, I shut down Steam because it was downloading everything for this, the uh, Steam summer sale. <laughs> so I don't want to degrade our audio recording just because yep. Steam was That's decided fine. now That's would fine. be the time. It's at 1 o'clock that it updates? I don't know. I just started getting a bunch of them downloading now. <laughs> Oops. Well, let me check store. Store home. While Dave's doing that, um, so we talked about AT&T and T-Mobile trying to yeah, one merge. So you got a little yeah. bit more time. Um, it seems that 72 Democrats um, decided to 
give a uh, letter to the FCC saying that they approve of. <laughs> we think AT and T should definitely be allowed to merge with T Mobile. Yeah, basically, right? Yeah, that's basically saying that we think this should happen, and they sent it to the FCC. Well, it turns out <laughs> of these seventy-two people, yeah, um, sixty-six of them received a not. This is not per person, but a total. Of a half million dollars in campaign contributions from AT&T. Hmm. So let's see. 500,000 divided by 66. It's a little under 10,000 each. 7,575 and 75 cents repeating. Hey, not bad. Wait, you can't repeat 75 cents, Andy. <laughs> Tell you what, you give me seventy five. Because to me, that sounds like you give me seventy five cents, and then seventy five cents, and then seventy five cents, and then seventy five cents. Well, I, I just whatever. <laughs> I'll take that deal. Seven thousand five hundred seventy five dollars and seventy five cents. Period. Seventy six cents. Okay, seventy six. Round it up. One person gets chipped out of a couple pennies. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, on my list of games that I still need to um, send out. Six. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. What are you even counting? The games I still have um, gift passes for. Oh, okay. Oh, you, so you did load Steam. Yeah. Okay. I paused all the downloads. Anyways, uh, the let's see, what else do we have? we got to move through the rest of these topics. <laughs> Um, what do you have? Uh, Project Titan? Project Titan. Do you remember Project Titan? Was that the MMO or something? That's Blizzard's next MMO. Yeah. Casual. So, Farmville? Possibly, but run by Blizzard. <laughs> Harvest Moon? <laughs> Harvest Moon wasn't Blizzard. I know, but I'm just thinking there, the Star... I went, I went StarCraft, Space, Moon, moon Harvest. Harvest Moon. Yeah, no. <laughs> In my head, it was funny. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm glad it was funny somewhere because it wasn't funny here. Now you know how I feel. You started it first. <laughs> and we can rewind this recording and prove that. That I started with bad jokes? Yes. In fact, I think we can rewind the entire podcast back <laughs> to the first episode. Something about Resident Advisor Podcast, which, by the way, we really should have investigated. There was a Residential Advisor Podcast. If you search RA Podcast, they come up. And they're still producing, too. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> yeah. So, Project Titan, um, it's still very hush-hush, but now they are talking about it will be a casual MMO. I see. Okay, our games? Sure. Um, Dave, you had Sim Life. I had another Sim? Yes. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Did I have any? No, I really didn't have many other games besides Sims. Not no, you didn't. the Sims, but Sim games. You had a lot of them. Yeah. Sim Ant, Sim Farm, Sim World. Not Sim World, Sim Earth, Sim City, Sim Tower, Sim Life. <sighs> okay. I I really at this point I don't have much to say about Sim Life beyond what I've already said about all the other Sim games. It was I done by it. It, it was, was done by Maxis. 
It was well designed. It was difficult to get into because it was one of the more complex ones. And like really, the it was probably the most complex one of all the Sim games. Sim Life was probably the most complex and hardest to get into. That yeah. Oh. <laughs> and what was your game, Andy? That you haven't fixed yet? Um. Well, actually, I added another one on there. Okay. So what's your game? Um. The Sims. The Sims. Yes. Which was... I always would stop playing The Sims and just trap someone in a room with no exits and watch him pee himself and then die. (laughs) Oh, come on. You gotta throw everybody in a pool and then remove the ladder. Yeah. What does that say about me? (laughs) That every once in a while you just want to kill somebody. Okay. But not in real life. (laughs) Aw. Had to add that caveat, didn't you? Oh, goodness. So... Sorry, RA Pod, the Resident Advisor podcast started in March 2006. Yeah. And we started in August 2006. Yep. God damn. They beat us to it. We really should have looked at that. <laughs> well, they had 22 episodes at the time. And then they stopped for a long time. Yeah. And then they kind of blasted back and caught up. We're better. Well, we're at 262. Well, they're at 262. We're at 212. Well, so we're slowly catching up. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, The Sims. And then there was The Sims 2, which added and more complexity. Sims 3. That one I have not touched. Untold expansions. It seemed like it was fun at the time, but then after a while, it, just got, it got boring, especially having to keep up with all the social obligations. Have to invite people over. It's like, come on, I gotta work. I don't want to invite people over. I have to have 12 friends. This sucks. Yep. Oh, that was not fun. But yeah, that was The Sims. I decided one time just to make a fat slob and just see how well that would work. He ran out of money and killed himself. Well, not killed himself, but ran out of money and died. Hmm, happier notes. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, moving on. <laughs> Random review, Dave. Ah! A reckless disregard for gravity. I knew he was going to do that. Which is funny. That I was going to review this or that I was going to say it like that? You were going to say it like that. Okay. Which would also imply you knew I was going to review this. Yes. But you did because I told you beforehand. Yes. Which is funny because once again, Dave has picked something that somehow I have already played. Amazing how that can work out. (laughs) Sooner or later you're going to run out of things. That you've also played? Yes. Well, I do have a list of 52 games, Andy. (laughs) You have an excellent point there. Right. So, ah. Not even 52. 60 games. So, Uh, anyways, ah. Yes. Is a base jumping game. It's it's basically fly down the tunnel and dodge things. Yes. It's not even really base jumping. It's much easier if you think of it as not falling, but going forward. Yeah, when I, okay. So, also the guy who did ah, also did one, two, three, kick it. Okay. Which, if you think of it, is basically moving forward, except it's to music. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, ah, uh, a reckless disregard for gravity. The, the whole concept is you run to the edge of a building and jump off of it, and you start falling. And you can guide where you fall. You have to- some suit that lets you, to an extent, guide where you fall. And the, the, the idea is you want to stay as close to objects as you can without actually hitting them. There's also, hurts. <laughs> there's also um, point values that you can get as well. Yes. But I'm, I'm just giving a, a quick breakdown. Yes. 
it's kind of fun, but really, really, really pain in the ass hard. Yes. If you're a perfectionist like Andy, um, I could see this game driving you insane. I, I am not good at this game. This, was, this game was part of the potato pack, mm-hmm. and so I had to play this game to try and get the two... I think there was like three or four potatoes in this game. Oh, God. One of the potatoes we actually never figured out in this game. <laughs> Wait, but some point, how did you get it? <laughs> um, people basically figured out how the clues were working, mm-hmm. and so... Because um, each game gave the clues to an answer to another game, so we knew um, where it was in the game, and we basically just guessed, and it worked. Okay. So we never actually figured out where the potato was in the or where the how to f- correctly do it. We never I figured it out. Go back and get the potatoes for this game. I think the potatoes are gone by now. Um, I don't know. Well, they've been it, removed like from... In, in Defense Grid, all the potato stuff is still there. Yeah, all the potato stuff is there, but you can't access... You can't get the potato? Yes. There's an achievement for it, though, isn't there? There probably was. There's, there's an achievement for... Um, I think they added achievements for the potato stuff, so if they, I want the achievement... Well, you, if you want the achievement, you have to play the potato levels. Yeah. Which you can access them. They're not behind the passwords like they used to be. Right. But, but that's not... Ah... Which every time I say that, I keep on thinking of the castle. Ah, yeah, like, the castle. Ah, in Monty Python. Yeah. So it's also part of the summer fest pro thing that uh, Steam is doing, and the level is ridiculously hard. Mm-hmm. You have to do it almost perfectly. It's funny because some of these people are like, "Oh yeah, the game is awesome." I'm sitting here playing it. Like this seems to be not. Um, it's fun. I mean, I picked it up for how much? It was. Like three bucks or something. Well, I picked it up for less, but yeah, you picked it up as part of a forty dollar package. Yeah, I picked it up just by itself. By the way, Torchlight is on sale today for eighty percent off. It's a really fun game. Okay, it's a dungeon delve. Okay, it's like Diablo cloned. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, no. So, ah, uh, if it's ever on sale again, it's probably worth it. It's good for a couple hours. <laughs> It's not worth paying full price for. No. Although it is supporting indie developers, which is always nice. True, but... It really, it, it, and the humor is great. You can't deny that. It, it seems ridiculous. Yeah, but the humor's good. What humor? Have you read any of the, the level descriptions? Okay. Oh, yeah. Or the results when you finish a level? There's a good amount of humor in that game. I just couldn't get past, past the point where it, the game was hard to control. Yes. <laughs> And absolutely, it's a game that you need a mouse instead of a touchpad. Oh, oh God, God. My finger. My finger hurts so much. <laughs> Especially a touchpad that's not really that smooth, but like a textured one that they have now. Oh, I... Mm. Yep. All right. Yes. So what else do we have? That's the random... Random uh, topic. That's the review. We need the random topic. Yes, we need the random topic. I rolled ahead of time. extra little segments, Andy. I keep telling you this. <laughs> You couldn't have waited to finish the hour games before we did the random review? Well, we had to do something special for the 200th episode. Okay, fine. Anyways, we need to get guests back on. That's what we need to do. Okay. Can we start recording on a consistent time? Maybe. (laughs) Mr. Oh, yeah, I've got a class on Saturday. Look, this last month has been exceptional. Things change. Well, there you go. That's what I'm saying. Okay, anyways, (laughs) random topic... How much Which, would we have to get paid to be truck drivers? 
before we answer that, I would like to put out a call to anybody else who is not Hans to add random topics. Cause Please. This, this not, not that it's bad that Hans is, is kind of inundating us with random topics, but we'd like other people to do it, too. Because this literally has become the Hans section of the show. I, I'm looking at the list, and I think... They're all from Hans. Well, let me, let me just double check. There are 11 of them left. Not Hans, not Hans. Hans, 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 Hans. There's two that are not Hans. Two that Hans. are not Hans. And they are over a year old. We just haven't hit those numbers, which is really <laughs> funny. Okay. <laughs> For some Stop reason, on. we have not rolled a one in over a year. Well, we may have, actually, and it, that had been number two. Ah, true. Because they move up the list. Good point. So, someone, please... <laughs> Send me an email or a tweet or anything. Or since Dave's not working, he could, you know, add a section on the webpage. Just saying. <laughs> Possibly. So, how much would it? How much would I need to be paid as a truck driver in order to become well, a truck driver? They'd, they'd have to give me a truck. Yeah, and a like semi truck. I wouldn't want to have to own my own truck. <laughs> See how much semi trucks cost? Like top of the line semi trucks cost about three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, because the top of the line ones you can live in, and you pretty much have to. Yeah. That's a, a lot of money. <laughs> you don't want to be on the road. I no, not really. The travel would be kind of cool, but I don't want to be on the road that much. Because there are laws saying that you have to take a break after so many hours, so... Yeah, and how many truck drivers ignore that law? Um, hopefully none of them. Andy, you, didn't you talk to the truck drivers on the CCST? When the we stopped one? in Iowa the first year? No. Yeah, truck drivers keep two books. Ah. One for the company and one for the law. Gotcha. Very, very rarely do those two books agree. The law says they have to take a break. Yes. But they get paid more for doing it faster. Yeah. Faster means fewer breaks. According to Indeed, the national at the average truck driver salary is fifty-three thousand dollars. Yeah, I'd need a bit more than that. I'd I'd go ahead and I'd say probably close to a hundred thousand. Oh, plus you'd have to get your CDL license too and all your training and oh. Yep. All of that would have to be paid for. And I'd say probably eighty to ninety thousand. What about you? God, it it wouldn't be. What more would be the paid time? Would just be I would be away from Kate for it's however long. Weeks. Yeah. Yep. If I was just a local truck driver, I would have no problem with that. If I like drive UPS around town. Yeah, like UPS driver. Yeah, but the the national international driving across the country into Mexico and into Canada. No, not for me. No. Not for, unless they pay me a significant chunk of change. I, I could not. Oh, Dave. I, I was going to ask, like, so I wonder what your CV handle would be, but I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> really? <laughs> really, Andy? <laughs> that, that was a question that was quite stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Gee, I wonder what yours would be, Andy. Hmm. Anyways, with that last question, perhaps we should uh, call it quits. I think we're done now. All right. Have a good 4th of July, everyone. 